0: And as we begin, I simply want to welcome all of you. Welcome you to our gathering here on Monday evening, uh, joining our, our community, FlexDeaf Insight Meditation Community. And what I like to emphasize so often with our community is that really is it's this chance of coming together for this quality of exploration rather than mere belief. And I think this is so important because uh, all of our spiritual practices and our ways of coming to the spiritual path are gonna be different. They're gonna be situated differently. And I think there's something so sweet and important about that quality of multiplicity. And I think it's important to honor that and to to name that and and to have this as a value as, of community, which it allows it to be exploration rather than my way or the highway. And I also like to share that before, I share reflections with you, because right? you're just getting one perspective and I hope that they, they, they help in some way understanding this path and that you can translate it into a, a way that is relevant to you and to find the things that are relevant and to make them your own and to then to leave the rest be- behind. The other day I was out in the woods with my partner and Uh, walking around, and I was noticing as I was walking just this feeling of more embodiment in this body than actually when I had began this path. And it really filled me with a lot of gratitude. In particular, it filled me with the gratitude of what the spiritual path has given me, that with the repetition of practice I've been able to have more embodiment coming into this body more with a quality of presence. And I wanna point out when I use this word embodied, what I mean by this, um, because I think it's it's uh, quite important. And sometimes what's great is to point to what it's not to get a sense of to what it is. So what it's not, when I say, say that I felt more embodied, doesn't mean that the physical condition of my body was feeling better than when I began this path. I can definitely say that it doesn't feel better. You know, (laughs) my joints ache, I have a wrist injury, I have, you know, blood flow um, problems in one of my legs, and the list goes on. And I wanna acknowledge some of you might think, oh wow, Brian's body's kind of falling falling apart, and then other other others of you might be thinking Brian is just beginning. <laughs> you're just tasting it. <laughs> so it probably depends how you're situated with uh, this this uh, uh, body of yours. So it's not about that, <clears throat> and I think it's important to to acknowledge that, just because um, often. Notions of this word body can be situated around what bodies should look like, how bodies, the abilities, ability of bodies, which are so much dictated around society. And some of you probably felt the kind of the strangulation that happens with these notions of body that come from society, whether it be around ability or how a body looks or how old it is. And being embodied has nothing to do with that. And I think that's important to separate those because our minds can be so conditioned around this word body from society. And what I find is at least part of this meditative path is starting to disentangle from these notions to allow a freedom of fully embodying this unique body that we have. And in light of that, I I want to um, instead use a different definition of body. And this comes from Ann Weiser Cornell. She's a a part of uh, this community called uh, 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 called Focusing, this other way of sensing into the body. And she says, body, body as the interactive process of being alive, experienced from the inside, so let's take some time with this. So what's body? It's this interactive process of being alive. And it's the feeling sense, of the subjective feeling sense of that from the inside. So let's just go through an exercise just to get a sense of this a little bit. So what I invite you to do is to look at your hands. So if you're just to look at your hands here. And as you're looking at your hands, you might notice that your hands, they might look old or young when you look at your fingers to notice, do they look like they're wide or thin? The skin might look wrinkly or smooth, or maybe the fingers look long or short. So to take that in, to see the the hands in this way, And now what I invite you to do is to make the switch to close your eyes or have your eyes kind of softly shut and to feel your hands. Getting a sense of what you actually feel there. Maybe there's a feeling of warmth or coolness or maybe they feel dry or maybe you feel a sense of pulsation or tingling And as you feel that, those sensations, to acknowledge there's a relating going on, there's an interactive process, a living, vibrant interaction that you're feeling. And now I invite you to open your eyes. Hopefully you notice the contrast, right? Looking at them compared to experiencing them from the inside as an interactive process of being alive. Can you feel the aliveness of the hands? So this is moving into what's called mindfulness of the body in in Buddhism. Sensing from the inside in this way. So it's not how the body looks, as I was just going over, because that can be so overcoupled with societal messages. And I also wanna point out, and this is important, it's not what neuroscience or biology or physiology says about the body. And I wanna point out, neuroscience, biology, physiology, so cool, love it. But this is a different world, this is a different perspective. I'm not going to get into this, but much of what we're doing in this practice is learning how to take different perceptions, different perspectives. And sometimes science is kind of put on a pedestal as the new religion. And I want to point out, science is awesome. I probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for science. So I am deeply grateful for that. And yet there are other perspectives I can partake in that can also bring wisdom to my life. It's not saying one is bad or good. It's just trying to prevent dynamics of domination. And of course, there's a whole history of this that we could look at in terms of how colonization works, of how certain ways of seeing are are valued other than others. Different talk, maybe next week. (laughs) Actually, it might be next week. (laughs) Next week's a good week for decolonization talk. So sensing from the inside in this way. And it's through practicing, sensing into the body from particular angles, and we're gonna really explore experientially tonight, different angles, is what mindfulness of the body is about. And mindfulness of the body in in Buddhism, early Buddhism, is foundational. As as the Buddha says, he says, practitioners, anyone who has developed and cultivated mindfulness of the body has included within themselves whatever wholesome, onward leading states there are that partake of awakening, that partake of true knowledge. So what we're going over today, it's gonna to feel basic, but I wanna point out, well, it might not, hopefully there's some complexities that we'll, we'll touch into too, that it's onward leading, that it, frees, uh, it leads to more freedom in our lives. And I feel this mindfulness of the body what I've noticed that it's so important for navigating the modern world. Have you noticed how easily it is to live in a disembodied life? Going from your computer to your phone, to the refrigerator, to the TV, back to the refrigerator, even to the bathroom. And it sometimes feels like we're just kind of the body's trailing behind rather than being fully embodied. So I want to acknowledge just the the pace sometimes that we're going at. And then also this might be a precursor for, for next week. There's a lot that's written about that I'm very sympathetic to of how we have gotten more and more disconnected from the earth. And when we become disconnected from the earth, we become disconnected from these bodies, which are, are, our connection with the earth. And again, another realm, which I think is important to to explore about how that impacts how we relate to the environment and to the natural world, how embodied we are or not. So yeah, for me, it's been super important for how I'm situated. And I want to point out, at least for me, when I first started practicing, it was, it was in the Zen tradition when I started practicing uh, intensively. And I think many of you know, my first retreat was a shock to my system. And I think it was because, maybe it was because I was studying so much philosophy at that time. But it was indicative of, of my habit, my habitual way of relating to the world, which is through thinking about it. And again, I wanna point out, sometimes uh, what happens in this kind of talk is that we can start to criticize thinking that it's a bad thing. It's not a bad way of relating to the world, it's just super narrow. And and what I notice is I'd been cut off from other ways of understanding, feeling into this world. And this is why I think for me, and you might be different, why mindfulness of the body was so important to re-inhabit, to reclaim, remember, different ways of knowing, different ways of being, deeper ways of being for me to broaden that lens. And super helpful, especially when things are tough. You now it's interesting, uh, Ananda, who was the Buddha's cousin, not only Buddha's cousin, Ananda was the primary attendant for the Buddha. And not only was the Buddha his teacher, but they were super close friends. They were connected. They had spent decades together and so there was this real emotional bond between them and then when the Buddha died it was emotionally devastating for Ananda to lose somebody that he was so close to and I want to share with you some of his words because I think it's interesting in terms of navigating difficulty in in light of this um, theme. Ananda says, All the directions are obscure, right? I mean, he's in this deep state of grief. So he says, all the directions are obscure. The teachings now are not clear to me with my benevolent friend gone. Speaking of the Buddha there. It seems as if all is darkness. And then there's a turn here. He says, for one whose friend has passed away, one whose teacher is gone for good, There is no friend that can compare with mindfulness of the body. What is Ananda pointing to here? When I slow down with Ananda's words, I realize, oh yeah, mindfulness of the body really is a true ally in the sense of, I find that it gives me a way to navigate difficult emotions. It gives me a different entry into navigating challenge rather than just thinking about it and trying to figure it out, to begin to open up the space of feeling into that realm. as I was saying, this is a different approach. It's a different way of knowing. Just like riding a bike or swimming is a different way of knowing. Like, I I can't tell you how to ride a bike, but if you give me a bike, I know how to get on and to stay on there. I don't have words for that, but my body knows that. Or swimming, you ever notice that? Like, I don't swim very much, I'm not very good, but if you were to throw me in a swimming pool, I'm not gonna drown, I know how to swim. And I I can't even tell you how I know how to swim. But there's a kind of knowing that's there. That's, That's what we're talking about here in terms of what can emerge through mindfulness of the body. So this is a training to start to understand the messages that my body gives me. And it can be so simple. My shoulders, they like to talk to me at times. They tell me when I'm bracing against experience, oh, there it is, oh wow, there it is, something's going on here. Just that simple of the the shoulders coming up like that. Just the shoulders rising and tightening or the uh, jaw clenching. Ah, here's an indication, here's a message coming to me. Oh, it's my midsection right here that allows me to know when I'm afraid or angry. This is what I'd like to explore with you tonight is just beginning to, to inch into mindfulness of the body through being aware of the body through these different angles. So what we're gonna do, it's gonna be a little way experiential as the way of beginning of our meditation practice. We're gonna, I'm gonna invite you to take on different frames, different ways of feeling your body. And then I'm gonna have you type in the chat box, just really basic words of what you're noticing. And then we're gonna go into a different um, realm with that. And we're gonna uh, go through three different realms. And they're gonna, build on each other a little bit and they're gonna helpfully clarify some of the things that we're learning in this practice. So in light of this, what I invite you to do is just to take one minute to care for the body, which means you might wanna stand up and move around and just bring your attention away from the screen, just for one minute and then we'll come back at 27 minutes past the hour so whatever that is for you so just taking a a little bit of a break here and then coming back Okay. So uh, we'll begin here and very shortly. So if you've ventured away from your screen, you can come on back now. So this first way of um, paying attention to the body, and I want to acknowledge some of you are super familiar with it. But I, I uh, wanna re-expose you to it to get a sense of kind of the importance of it and how it can fit into a bigger framework around this. Which is in just a minute, I'm gonna have you meditate for a while and to pay attention simply to general body sensations. So let me share with you what I mean by that. So one is, is just feeling the body, the body in whatever position that it's in. It's sitting, standing, it's lying down to feel that. What also would be included in just this realm of general sensations would be like the feeling of the breathing, but the specifics, the feeling of expanding, the feeling of contracting around the lungs, for example. Or it could be the feeling of warmth right now or the feeling of pressure like I feel pressure in my legs from sitting on the ground, the pressure on my butt as it touches the ground, or maybe the chair. There could be a sense of tingling, heartbeat, this whole realm in terms of this. It could be like an ache in the back or a pleasant tingling or a vibration, just sensations. And what I'm gonna have you do afterwards is to kind of, just to put in the check just a couple of the words that you discover. And one of the challenges of meditating this way is that it's so kind of basic that the mind is adding things onto experience. And we're just wanting to touch something so simple. So it's the art of learning less is more. Can you keep on this basic, angle of feeling the body of just general sensations. Mind gets lost in thought, coming back. And then we want to practice just putting sensation words in the chat box, because you're going to notice the mind gets caught up in description. And and then after we do that, I'll I'll share with you the the reason for uh, this being so simple like this. So what I invite you to do is to Allow the attention to come inward if you haven't already. Beginning with something simple, feeling the body in whatever position it's in, maybe maybe sitting or lying down or standing. allowing for a quality of relaxation. And now what I invite you to do is to either start to feel the breathing, opening up to the feeling of the breathing, noticing the sensations in out, expanding, contracting, the coolness of the air coming in the nostrils, the warmth going out, or simply feeling the body as a whole and noticing these sensations. And we'll just sit in silence for a few minutes, and then I'll ring a bell and then we'll come back together briefly. Making sure to really feel and receive the specific sensations you're feeling, whether it be warm or cool, painful or pleasant, pressure, expansion, contraction, tingling, vibration. Just making note of that, become curious as you feel into that whole world. Okay, so now I'm wondering if you'd be willing just to put in the chat box, just a word or two or three of some of the sensations. And then I I wanna, as we're doing that, just put it into context and then we're gonna move into the next realm. just as a way of really getting a sense of this. Pressure, thanks, Nicole. Movement, yes. Grounded. Pulsing, yeah. Pounding, yes. Soft, pinprick. Excellent. Itch. Wonderful. Warm. Glow. Electric. Tingling. Pulsating. Tingling. Warm. Expansion. Coolness. Beating. Nice. Peaceful. Great. Thanks, everyone. So, I, I want to put this into context, and probably some of you know, like, what what in the world does that have to do with my freedom? Like, <laughs> what does pressure have to do with <laughs> being more free in this world? And I want to just name some things that I found so helpful. One is, is like, when I'm having a hard time, when I can divide up experience into component parts, which is a, a one as one way of meditating in Buddhism, it doesn't have as much power over me. So if I can be meditating be like, oh, there it is, fear. Yeah, that's an emotion. Oh, here's the sensations. Oh yeah, it's just a kind of stirring in the stomach. There it is, yep. There it is, the sensations of tightness, of stirring. And then there's a, that forms the emotion and then there's some thinking about it. I'm worried about, but I'm trying to divide it up So that is not as overpowering in some way. It's one thing. Also what I've noticed with with, um, doing this a lot, maybe you've noticed this too, is I'm starting to to train my mind to allow it to have a different home at times, rather than just thinking, oh, sensations. And the simplicity is so helpful as far as that goes. So those are a few things like that. Now what I want us to do is I want to take a different angle And just a a little bit of a backstory here, which is important about why I'm taking this through, is that sometimes meditation, uh, meditation teachers talk about how we need to keep meditation as simple as possible. And I think that can be, I do that, so I just want to be clear about that, how that can be misleading. Like simplicity is great. And in Zen, like we're, it was all about simplicity. But it can, it can uh, mislead us into not giving us a chance to really learn the art of meditation. And those of you who have learned an art like playing the piano or painting, you know it takes time and patience. There's all these different components to it. And if it's just simple, we, we miss all of these kind of different dimensions. And this points to like the present moment is filled with many dimensions. It's not just like one present moment that has one flavor, but in this moment, we can have different angles that reveal to us different dimensions. So let's take another dimension, which most of you know, emotions, it's feeling the same body, but using a different labeling schema, a different approach. So we're gonna sit again, but what I invite you to become curious about Is how you're feeling moment after moment. So there might be a sense of tiredness, maybe boredom, excitement, worry, anger, fear. What's the subtle emotion there? Curiosity might be there, kind of of energetic, kind of emotional quality of excitement like that. Or the opposite of that, joy. Just to name it. And if it feels like you're not feeling any emotion, label that as peace or peaceful. And the reason why this is such a great a, a label is because when you don't, when you, if you label peace and then you realize, oh, I actually don't feel peaceful, <laughs> then you realize there's actually an emotion there. <laughs> so it's a great label. I got it from Shinzen Young. So to, to check that out, oh yeah, I feel peaceful. Well, actually not really. Oh yeah, there's a little bit of worry about tomorrow here. Oh, okay, there it is. And then you might feel something that you don't have a word for, which is fine. And just to label that something. Oh, there's an emotion here. I'm feeling something, but don't know the word, something. So that way you don't have to go searching around. You don't have to print out an emotion list from the computer. <laughs> and if you say something the entire time, you're doing this practice. You're just noticing there's an emotional flavor here. And just coming back to that, your mind gets lost. And notice what the thought your mind gets lost in might indicate to you the, 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 the emotion. And some of you are gonna get a feeling sense of the emotion in your body, and some of you are not, and that's okay. Should we give it a try? Ready? <laughs> okay, good. Okay, so now what I invite you to do is once again, just to allow your attention to um, come inward. And again, begin by simply feeling the body. Again, allowing for a quality of relaxation. Maybe allowing for the feeling of the body to settle right now. Maybe just sticking with the feeling of the body right now or the feeling of the breathing. And then from here, every, I don't know, minute or so or a while, just check in to see what the emotion is there. And maybe if there's a word to name it, if not using something or if there's no emotion, peaceful. Taking some time to be curious about this sense of the body now. Okay, and again, if, I don't know, I I do want to acknowledge sometimes it feels a little more vulnerable to share emotion, but if you're willing to share some emotions in there, and as you do, I can share some of mine. And I was feeling calm and then it felt like almost underneath the calm in my tummy, tummy, I could feel a little bit of nervousness and then some humor (laughs) and then some joy and then curiosity. Calm, a little bit of nervousness. <laughs> those are some of the flavors there. Fear, sadness, joy. Yeah, there can be a whole mixture, right? And I wanna point out when you put in there, have you noticed it's the same realm as sensations? Here I am feeling sensations, but it's in the world of sensations then I can kinda of get a different flavor of those sensations that there's like these, these, these emotions there, there's something there. There's calm and then tense. Worry, peaceful, something, gladness. Yeah. So I want to say it's the same experience but I'm just taking a different angle. This is so important to understand what we're doing in meditation. We're taking different perceptions as far as this goes. And hopefully it's pretty obvious. Quiet, safe, peaceful. Thanks for that Kinlani. Yeah. And how they can kind of go together, right? There can be this the safety that comes with peacefulness as far as that goes. So thanks for sharing that. And probably many of you know the importance of being aware of emotion. We're emotional beings to claim that, to open to it, and how it can help us navigate difficult emotion. Okay, one last realm. And I wanna say, like, I'm just giving you three different realms to to pay attention to the body. There are so many. It's like there's one pie, the body. I always think of a cherry pie, but you can maybe think of whatever kind of pie you want. And you can cut it up in different ways. I'm just cutting it up in, in one way and, and there's many different ways. So I wanna be clear, there's nothing, you know, um, absolute about this. The last ones uh, can be challenging to describe, but I'm gonna give it a try, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so if you just end up with confusion, then you can just label that as confusion and you can go back to the emotional world, you know, (laughs) and that's uh, to get a a sense of what I'm going to call the felt sense of the present moment. So let me give examples of one of this. This There's a classic example that comes from Eugene Gendlin, someone who started to really use this phrase, the felt sense. It's kind of like, have you ever like, lost your keys temporarily or your glasses for those glasses you know you put them down then you can't see and you're like where did i put my glasses or your keys and then it comes to you right you remember where you put your keys and you can feel it in your body you know what i'm talking about like that's where it is oh i actually oh they're they're on my desk and then you go there and you find them there do you know that feeling and you could say that's relief, but it's something more than that, isn't it? It's like the body is taking in the whole situation. It's feeling the wholeness of finding the keys. And it has a certain flavor to it that's difficult to put in the words. So now this is opposite than the first two realms. The first two realms, I'm asking you to use really simple words. The felt sense, it's difficult to find the words to describe it. And sometimes the words that we use are kind of uh, gonna be sometimes more poetic and more uh, 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 fluid in terms of this, and this is the distinction I want to make in some of this. So that's a feeling, or just the feeling of losing your your glasses. There could be a sense of worry, but there's something more. It's something like the particular flavor of when I put down my glasses and I can't find them. It's not only fear. There's a particular like lose my glasses kind of feeling before I need to be on Zoom to teach kind of feeling. That's different than when I lose them late at night when I'm sleepy, right? Or it can be different when I lose my glasses before I need to be on a call with friends. I'm still worried, but it feels different. Or the feeling right now, like, do you have a sense of like, here you are in your own abode in some way, and yet there's a feeling of being in community. Right? And it's, how do you put that into words? And we could probably all describe that right now. And it might be different for each and every one of you. Like, how does that feel like that sense of community and being in your own home? Can you feel that in your body a little bit? Am I the only one? Like it's a certain kind of feeling than if the screen was off, isn't it? I love that. Yeah, Katie, <laughs> I wish I could put it. Sometimes like something like that can describe it, can it like a, a, a gesture of the body or something like that more than words. So thanks for that, Katie, two steps ahead. And I, and I didn't plan this with Katie. She's not a, a plant here. She just, just helped me out there, if you can see in the Davey, Dave and Katie screen there. <laughs> there we go again, something else, <laughs> the description. So this is the felt sense. And it's gonna be vague and unclear, but it's like I can feel into a situation and it has a particular flavor. Like words, the emotional words, there's gonna be emotion in there, but the emotion like isn't gonna capture the whole feeling of it. Like when I saw Katie do that in her little screen of her expressions, I could feel some joy, but there's something more to it than just joy. Joy doesn't capture the entirety of the present moment experience. You getting a little bit of this? Hopefully it's a little vague. (laughs) It is vague, (laughs) but something broader than just emotion. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna uh, begin to see if we can get some kind of felt sense of certain things, and then I'm just gonna allow it to be silent for us to meditate, and then you play around. Sometimes you're gonna notice a sensation, an emotion, or the felt sense, like of being in community. Same experience, different angles. And then I'll ring the bell, and then we'll just come back together again. Okay, so let's just, again, we're gonna do just another brief meditation, now a little bit longer for 10 minutes, and then I'll ring the bell afterwards. So let's take some time with this. And again, sensing inside, like finding a posture that works for you. Allowing the attention to come inward. feeling the body in the position that's in. And now allowing for a quality of ease, allowing the body to sink down towards the earth. And you might want to begin with the felt sense of what it feels like to be meditating right now in a group, just with your eyes closed, that somehow you can feel and sense into the field that we've created together by coming together this evening. Maybe something that's difficult to put into words, but you can feel it in some way. If it feels pleasant, to savor it. And then from here, just for seven or eight minutes, just becoming curious about sensing into the body in these different ways, becoming curious. Try them on, play around as we meditate together in silence. Okay, thanks everyone. Thanks for your willingness to explore. This evening, I'm gonna switch things around just a little bit. I'm gonna uh, share with you just some announcements and we'll get some announcements going. And then uh, after that, I just wanna offer like 10, uh, five minutes, seven minutes, if there's any questions about this, just brief, brief about that, then we'll take a break and then we'll have our normal discussion time where we go to nine, but I just wanna open up a space for some brief questions and uh, responses to this, just so we can flesh it out a little bit with one another